0: Nice stick and move by oh, no, these guys again.
1: This is fun.
2: I mean, look at the action, non-stop from start to finish.
1: That's fighting. Fight isn't a fight until there's something to overcome. And, and we fought tonight.
0: Dustin, the
2: Diamond Poirier!
0: Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video.
2: I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. <laughs> Listen to me, we're out of
0: here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I today are going to be joined by uh, the great Dustin Poirier returns the to the show.
2: I'm sorry, they cut you off, go. No, Come no, on. no,
0: buddy. I was going to say that Matt, Matt and I did text a little over the weekend because I got your text and I watched some of the fight on delay by like an hour. I was just delayed a little bit. So I said, okay. let me watch. And, uh, wow. What a fantastic card. Um, Holly home, uh, Irene Aldana, just, just an incredible night of fights. And now uh, we didn't get that many right, Matt. I, I mean, unfortunately, you know, it's getting, are we getting worse? You're better at it than I am, but, or is it just that the, the, that the, the, the The parody in UFC, everybody is so close. Well, I'll tell you.
2: First of all, let's just start off by saying all hail Holly Holm. If I had an applause button, I would hit it. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, you know what's nice when somebody proves you're wrong? Yep. And somebody's, you know what I mean? I was talking about it last night with Ray Longo, and Ray Longo couldn't say enough stuff. Now, anything I, no one talks about that is anything I say, he's gonna be like, yeah, that's what I said. No, we were, (laughs) we were Longo. He thinks I'm always biting off him. Well, he goes, you're the great repeater. I go, yeah. He goes, everything from my jokes, yeah, your jokes. The guy does Milton Berle jokes. Uh,
0: Well, Matt, I gotta be honest. I mean, it does seem to me like you're, you know, Ray has a big influence on you. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, he's a character, but anyway, <laughs> we were in, a, in agreement with how fantastic Holly Holm looked. Yeah. You, I mean, she's at this stage of the game. She's changing up her game. Yep. You know what I mean? Like where she's look at the way she's utilizing her wrestling. I mean, she 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 seems like she wants to be in there. Like you know what I mean? She's not yep. showing up for a paycheck. Um. It was just so it was extremely one sided. Yeah, it was very dominant. She showed a whole range of skill. Her skill set was just it was off the charts, Jimmy. Every I mean, it was almost sweeter that there wasn't a finish because I liked seeing everything she was doing. From yeah. the takedowns to the the way she would blitz and just the, the I don't know,
0: just the, the the kicks, everything. Her, by the way, and I thought of this watching the fight. We all talk about, like, Colby Covington and how just unstoppable his cardio is. Or Frankie Edgar. Holly Holm has to be talked about in the same breath with those guys as far as amazing cardio. She does not stop fucking moving for five rounds. She is, her cardio is incredible. Uh, her conditioning. And uh, what a hard person. It's just nonstop. Nonstop yeah, like kicks and punches are... and takedowns. Just incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean... She's been in the game a while, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her in, in having like boxing wars and stuff. I mean, she's just she's something else. And yeah, uh, I was just I can't say enough how impressed I was with her yeah. with her performance. I thought she looked awesome. It was great. And it's a big uh, a big learning experience for Aldana.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Holly is a tough fight for anybody, and it's like it's it's nice to say this is the first time she's won two in a row since she beat Ronda. So she's been kind of like had a, like a bit of an on off, like, you know, win and a loss and a win and a loss. Um, but she's never, she never looks bad in a fight. You know, Holly yeah. is not an easy fight for anybody. And and just, I, I was amazed at the cardio watching this last fight.
2: Jimmy, did you watch all the fights the other night?
0: Yes. Every fight. Every fucking fight. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I had, uh, I watched them out of order, but getting your text about, uh, uh a, a luigi i was like all right i'll, I'll just start <laughs> at the beginning but then i stopped and went back and yeah i watched uh oh by the way uh Aloma uh luke uh luke Bunmi against uh jenny fray or jenny U- fry was a great fight i love this uh luke boon uh was Jimmy, a really fun fighter to watch
2: first of all all the fights were amazing yeah but we can't just the luigi the brazilian let yeah. me tell you about luigi the brazilian now why i call him that i mean he, that guy, holy, where did he come from, Jimmy? He looked fantastic. Yes, yeah, he did. Was, he was saying he had a hard time in his first fight. Could someone bring up his first fight to me again, please? He looked fantastic. But then he started crying, and, got, <laughs> and they had the mic right up in his face. They got to give the guy some privacy when he wants to wow. set up. It gets emotional there, Jimmy. People get emotional. But uh, I was really impressed with that kid. But I'm watching it next to Ciro. It was me, Ciro, and Edwin. My brother-in-law, you know, and uh, Cyril was like, "Oh, look, Luigi! He's Italian," and and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I see the Brazilian flag," and I'm telling him, "Yeah." So I said, "No, he's the Brazilian." So he became Luigi. Luigi (laughs) the Brazilian. But then I seen his nickname. He is Italian, isn't it? What's his nickname? Oh, it is Dos Santos. He lost. His nickname's the Italian Stallion, Jimmy. Uh huh. I asked my wife for a shot. I don't know if she's coming up of uh, yesterday was a birthday. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, we went out it was like listen, we went out to uh my buddy, my old high school buddy. Junior high actually. Bobby Russo. Hey, anybody see Bobby Russo? Sorry. That's uh <laughs> It's from a Steven Seagal movie. Do oh. you ever see fucking? What is the one when he actually? Like he's from Brooklyn. He acts like an Italian guy. Oh, I don't know. Steven Seagal does the uh, worst Italian. It bad? Guy. Oh, you never seen that? I don't Dude, remember. You know, I'm sure I did. not remember. Lupo? Anyway, it's fucking horrendous. Is he supposed to sound like he's from Brooklyn? So bad, but yet so good. It's before he went off the deep end with the. Uh. Fucking, the one when he was like a chubby guy and like a in a in a. Um, Lived on like a reserve. The one when he was like, started like fighting for nature and shit. I don't know. He got Uh, weird weird in his movies. They can't all be under siege or above the law. Yeah. Oh, the law is great. All right, bring me back. What the hell are we talking about? Code of
0: Honor? No. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) I want to know the name of this movie.
2: Alpha Justice. I I don't know. Alpha Justice. Yes, it was Alpha Justice. Was it? Thank you, Zuri. Zuri knows. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Justice. Oh, we so good. Dude, he plays the worst Italian guy ever. Oh, oh no. hey. Yeah, the, the bitch. Huh? Uh, well, Jimmy, right. I don't know. Could you watch it? And why do you put your name on the Zoom as Sweet Daddy? You know, like, you know, That's and nice. I, you know what's funny? I was going to say, oh, because when I was renaming mm. it, because it's my wife's name on here, I'm like, let me yes. put a funny name in. And I didn't do it, because I'm like, ah, I'll be more mature. And then I look at you, and it says Sweet Daddy. Sure. Jimmy so we went out to my friend Bobby Russo's place over in East Meadow my old stomping grounds uh called the Garden Social okay. It's nice outside seating you know what I mean little picnic table they had Jimmy yeah. the meatballs they got regular meatballs they got chicken meatballs they got eggplant meatballs mm. two out of the three I liked I don't want to bore everybody but you guess- didn't like the eggplant meatballs <laughs> Jimmy, you didn't care who for knows them. me? I, if you wouldn't, I beat that nose of yours. You didn't, yes. you, you didn't like the
0: ve- the vegan or vegetarian option meatball. No. But
2: it's funny. Do I do like eggplant rollatini? Right. We can get back to the fights now. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, the uh, co
0: I want to talk about the co because this uh, Carlos Felipe over uh, Jorgen de Castro. de Castro is a big, heavy leg kicker. Like he has like those fucking Mark Hunt legs and yeah. just brutal leg kicks. He's very effective. But uh, Carlos Philippe came out almost checking kicks that weren't happening. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a long night for Carlos Philippe. But man, is he fast. And uh, that was a really, really uh, fun fight to watch. And by round three, DeCastro really had, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen any referee break people up as fast. Can we get the name of the ref who was in that? Because he was really like, literally, DeCastro was putting him up against the cage and just leaning on him. You, you could tell he had
2: nothing left. And the ref is like, oh, he wasn't having it at all.
0: All right, guys, let's go split yeah. fight, fight. like um, them up.
2: and Carlos in the future, Carlos is gonna have to start taking that away because a, a couple of times I think he was almost motioning to the ref. And you listen, man. They, yes, they're gonna do that, and I tell you right now, there's gonna be sure. guys who are better wrestlers than Jorgen de, de Castro, That's who's right. not really known for that, you know. So they're gonna be putting you on your ass. So you gotta don't go, don't let them put you against the cage, you know. I hey, listen, I know, easier said than done, but hey, man referee kevin sataki <laughs> kevin sataki thank you yeah yeah he wasn't having it yeah you know
0: because uh it was getting a little bit repetitive you know it, but he wasn't doing anything he was just leaning on him and you're right you had it, it's your job it's uh you know obviously philippe's job to stop that because he's going what the fuck's he doing but i was just yeah. enjoying watching it and there was one <laughs> point where the castro had him up against the cage and philippe leaned around and spanked him on the ass I love that.
2: Did you see the little spanking again? <laughs> I saw that. I think you should have done more of it. It was that very it was, funny. It was hysterical. Um, yeah, you know, Jorgens having a hard time lately. And he's yeah. showing glimpses in each fight of some really good stuff. Yeah. But he can't stay consistent. And, and he gets derailed. Kind of, not easily, but he gets derailed, you know? Uh, what I like about Carlos is he's a little chubby, you know? Like that, yeah. Ah, I like the chubby, tough guys. He's a little chubby. You know, well, I don't, what yeah. he's A no, little chubby, little oh, chubby, he a little chubby, no. But uh, but he's, but it's it's deceiving because he's a not guy. I mean, the fat guy's gonna get tired. No, I don't think so. All right, so so far we didn't pick too good with the first. Well, three. he won six straight, and
0: then he he lost to Hardy, and now he lost to Philippe, both by decisions. But that third round. I mean, there's anyone in that division that fights him is going to no, know you just got to take him halfway through that second round.
2: Yes, that's true. That's true. I want to talk to you about uh, sure. Jermaine. Ah, uh, Duran De- De- oh, De- De- Yes. First of all, she looked great in there. She looked she great. great Julian and Juliana's pain is so tough, and and she always. Yep. This is an interesting thing with Juliana. She has really good and and um, she's really good takedowns. Like there are like she's stuck here and she's not getting off. Like, you know what I mean? She's really mm-hmm. good at getting that fight to the floor. And she, she has a good ground and pound, but this is the thing. I, 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 I she, this is two fights in a row where it's interesting. She got the fights to the floor with two very, of the, some of the best strikers in, in all of women's MMA. That's right. Uh, with, with Jermaine and with Valentina. And then she got submitted by both of them. So something with that has to be, I, I think that she has to start, even though, listen, she got caught in the guillotine on the way yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, but with the long body of um, of Jermaine, she had a hard time really doing effective, effective ground and pound. Like she might have landed here and there, but Jermaine was actually landing her back a little bit. She has a very long body. So what I, what, I, what I would suggest to Juliana, a little constructive criticism, if I may, Jimmy, is just she has really good jujitsu. She has to start improving her position you know what? When you, do, It's not enough just to get it down. I know she could beat a lot of girls and, and work them over from within – between their legs in the guard. She could work them over. But just start improving your position. Mount is the goal. You get there. That's where you start really unloading. Or even half guard. Get the half guard. It's half the problems. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Where you're not yeah. going to get arm locks and getting off balance and even effective ground and pound. So I would just ask – I would just – recommend that she should just use her jujitsu. just she already gets the fight to the floor before you start working her over get to a little bit more of a dominant position because she has the jiu-jitsu to do it she's not just like a wrestling chick she knows jiu-jitsu she can
0: pass. do you think that she underestimates people like valentina and, uh, and jermaine on the floor uh because they're such good strikers do you think that she's just leaving herself open in these traps that she normally wouldn't against somebody whose uh jiu she expected to be great good point
2: but this listen there's exceptions to the rule, but the rule should be when I get to the floor, and this is what I, I try to instill in my guys that's a little different than like the submission tournament state of mindset. In a fight, look to improve the position. You know what I mean? If you're not finishing on bottom, you're reversing, you're getting on top, not just to go back on bottom or lay with a leg or if you're right. missing on top. No, we're staying on top till to like I get him mounted and work him over If I get him a submission in the meantime, that's great. But if I'm in guard, I'm getting half guard. Or I'm going right to cross side. If I'm cross side, I'm finishing. If I do not finish him, I'm improving to mount. Or I'm taking his back, finishing. I'm keep improving the position, work him over in the process. Don't settle into guard unless, of course, you are dealing with someone that you're you're having success from there right away and the guy can't defend for shit. But at this level, it's dangerous is what I'm saying.
0: You know how the UFC, a lot of times during the live events, will have a guest come on and talk for a little bit. They'll have a coach or they'll have somebody come in and talk for a couple of minutes during one of the rounds. They should literally have you. When there's a matchup of two guys, Damian Maya against anyone, you know, or who knows jiu-jitsu, you know, or, or Gilbert Burns, they should have you as a guest commentator sometimes come on during the second round for a minute because you break down jiu-jitsu so well that uh, they should have you come on once in a while and literally talk jiu-jitsu during a fight.
2: Hey, you know, Jimmy, I like to talk to you about it. No, but you,
0: you, you break. It's not an easy thing to break down. It's, it's not an easy thing to describe in a way that somebody who doesn't take jujitsu can still understand it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, by, Matt. Before I forget, our pal Carlos Condit looked really good, uh, and really at the end of that first round, woof, Court McGee's nose—he smashed his nose. Um, it's rare you see a nose that is—it literally looked like his nose was made of putty. And Carlos, his fist.
2: I just left an imprint. Did you see that at the end of that it, first round? Wow. It was the and it was at the very end. And I'll tell you right yeah. now, in a round that was gonna go to Carlos anyway, I feel, but Court was in it. It sealed the deal with that round. It was like boom. Yeah. And then from there, it was pretty much Carlos. You know, listen, Court's got a great attitude, man. That guy's gonna you got you know, he's not gonna stop. You gotta right. really just shut his lights off. But uh it, it was good, it was more of the call us condon that we're used to seeing like yeah. you look back in form i think the break was probably really good for him you notice i hang out around the house and keep pants jimmy is i did weird? notice
0: that yes that's is okay. that weird no not at all you're comfortable
2: i'm wearing <laughs> i'm wearing a kilt <laughs> i think they track. We can talk about listen you know who the fuck i was impressed with jimmy yeah oh okay who
0: um, if I had to guess, you know what? I was saying, yeah, in a way, like, okay, you're going to tell me, but you know what? Let me. Oh uh, no, no, no. I want you to guess. Cause I, I think I opened up the wrong thing here. Many, I'm going to guess. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Wait. Uh, well, I think uh, Kyler Phillips. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. He was a dude, The matrix. That's his nickname, right? <laughs> I'm 99% sure. it's is the matrix. <laughs> You know, but he, dude, he was, he was awesome. That was an awesome fight, Jimmy. He was all over the place. No. Yeah. I like it the knees and the everything, everything from that kid, even the finish when he did that little jump backwards, how you can thing kind of like a wonder boy does. No, you see it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yes, Jimmy. He was really good. Uh, wait, let me see. Where's this kid come from? What's the background on these guys? I want to get him on here too. Kyler Phillips? Yes, I guess sure that's make what I'm happen. saying. Cameron Else, he was, he was, you know, that's just, That's a tough fight for Cameron. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to know how many fights does Kyler Phillips have in the UFC?
0: By the way, Matt, you hit it right on the head with uh, the first fight. We both picked uh, Todorovic to beat uh, Dequan Townsend. I took him in a first round stoppage, and you were on the money, uh, even though it was just, it was a, a it was a, a TKO and uh, you called the second round. Now's a great time to get a new home and take advantage of historically low mortgage rates with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Their perfect combination of technology and experienced loan officers will help you get a great rate on your new home. Today's rates are historically low, so there's no better time to lock in that dream home. Get started right now at rate.com. Guaranteed rate positively different equal housing lender subject to credit approval restrictions apply company NMLS ID number two six one one NMLS consumeraccess.org
2: we got him we got hey. Listen, Dustin, you did way better than I. I would have called my wife in. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: We bob it, bobbing it and weaving, man.
0: Uh,
2: Jimmy, ask him about the question of the uh, who's behind him.
0: I was going to ask the photo uh, behind you, uh, the boxer behind you.
2: Who's the Jack person? Johnson? Yeah, Matt was correct. Uh, I wish we hit the correct. applause button for myself because I knew it. Why Matt now? Why most. Jack? Why Jack Johnson now?
1: I know just he's because. Uh, oh, of course, but uh, just the history with with hand-to-hand combat I think uh something very important and something that people should ask about and should know about if you're a fan of boxing or combat sports Jack Johnson was the first African-American heavyweight champion in boxing at a time where you know it it was it was a hard time for for African-American people in America and uh but he was he was a man he was a heavyweight champion he was dating white women in the time you know it was crazy man it it was uh so just an incredible uh fighter
0: yeah he really uh he really did there's a lot of people rooting for him to lose back then so you know it's funny like you know people who uh who to make a fighter more loved or hated whatever it is people wanted to see him fight
1: dude and and when it comes to to combat sports boxing MMA anything fighting alone is is hard and tough but think about in a time like that when you're fighting the guy across from you but you're also fighting what seems to be the, the whole world, right. everybody's, you know, it, it's incredible, man, to carry that much weight and go in there and be victorious. What, what year
0: was that? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what years was he champion?
1: I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I don't want to give you
0: this. Well, I'll look it up. That's the beauty yeah. of uh, Right? Oh, uh, the singer's coming up. The American <laughs> Jack Johnson, the singer's coming up? <laughs> the singer's <I'm> not- <laughs> coming up. Hold on a second. All right, boxer, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There's so, a there,
1: there, there's a good Jack Johnson story that he was – uh. He got pulled over. He was speeding, and the cop gave him a ticket. And he and he paid it right there, you know. Uh, and he gave him double the amount. And the cop said, "What's that for?" And Jack Johnson said, "That's because I'm be going the same speed on my way back."
2: <laughs> That's funny. No, I uh, uh, I remember I saw a documentary about him. He had a great he had a great attitude, man. Yeah. He was like he had a big FU Dude, to everybody. He yeah, was
1: great. yeah.
0: He was born in 18, 1800, 1898. So I'm gonna guess like 1920s, 25, 26 in that area.
1: Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I got Mike Tyson's signature right under that bad boy. So oh, look at uh, that. yeah, heavyweight, heavyweight boxing's alive and well in my house.
0: I've met a lot of fighters too, and I always get uh gloves uh signed. I got I got to meet Ali um because my manager knew somebody who ran his company, so I actually got to sit in his hotel room with him for 45 minutes. And his wife, and you know, Muhammad didn't talk much because I think he was on Parkinson's medication, so he was very quiet. But it was, you know, it's like you really don't know what to say. I, I think I said two or three things in 45 minutes, um, but I got him to sign a glove. And I like the fact that you got the glove signed.
2: Big Tyson fan?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, boxing history uh, in general, just heavyweight boxing, I'm very interested in.
2: How what do you think? Uh, what do you think? How do you think it's gonna go down with him and Roy Jones Jr.?
1: Dude, I don't even know if that's gonna happen, dude. That's uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know they pushed it back twice now,
0: right? Oh, did they really? Why have they? I'm not sure. You know, it's funny, man. I used to love watching boxing, and UFC kind of made me not want to watch boxing anymore. I, I guess because I I respected the. De- I mean, not that there's always perfect decisions, but there was a few decisions in boxing. I just. I just couldn't enjoy it anymore because I just knew that there was so much other shit that went into it. And the fights took years to make when you want to fight.
1: Yeah. There was always a lot of talk about corruption in boxing and stuff like that. But it's cool to see Teddy Atlas um, kind of crossing that boxing MMA barrier as a respected, you know, analyst and 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 trainer in boxing to come over and start breaking down mixed martial arts fights and reaching out to guys like Ngannou, me, Masvidal. It's, it's pretty cool to see the respect.
2: Yeah, I love that. I love, I'm a fan of that Teddy Atlas. That's a no-nonsense guy. And he's like a boxing, like a genius, purist. He's with Customato, you know, and during that time. But yet, he's not closed-minded. He loves mixed martial arts. He'll call. It, he loves UFC. He'll call it, but he loves, you know, he loves watching the fights. I heard him talking about one of your fights, Dustin. Um, um, maybe it was versus Hooker. I'm not sure. He does it a podcast. I heard it on his podcast. Yeah. But uh, he's a fan of MMA, and I do. I seen him working with Francis, and I thought that was excellent. I thought that was phenomenal.
1: Right. You Like, it. and especially with his history of of training heavyweight fighters, heavyweight champions, it's cool to see that him and there with Francis. Oh,
0: hundred percent. And it's funny with UFC, like you and Connor. Uh, I guess it was on on Twitter or whatever. He's like, hey, let's fight in Ireland for charity. And the next thing you know, Dane is like, all right, yeah, we'd love to make that fight. Like like that's how that's what is so much more fun about watching UFC is the way fights are made is most times you get the fight you want. Not always, but most times these matchups are made. Um, so is it, it officially yet? I've heard you've accepted. Has he accepted or do we not know?
1: I don't really know, honestly, what's going on with the whole situation. Of course, I would take the fight. I would fight him. I would fight Tony. I just want big fights, and I think that's what's coming. I'd like to fight again this year. We'll see. I haven't heard back from the uh, negotiation side of the UFC or Conor, but it's a new week, and I'm hoping to hear something.
0: What What do you think, too? We were talking before because, obviously, Gaethje um, is fighting uh, uh, Habib, and you fought both of those guys. Um, and there's a moment in the fight with Gaethje where you grab his leg and it's really, it's like a really athletic moment for him. I think you grab his leg and he kind of does a, uh, like he rolls back and jumps back. And I think it was on a kick. Uh, and I wonder how that's going to affect his fight with Habib. Is that going to stop him from throwing those devastating leg kicks?
1: Man, it's it's tough to say. I I think stylistically Gaethje can give him some trouble if he keeps his feet in the center of the octagon, but saying that and, and actually doing that could be was charging you is. It's a totally different thing. I thought the same thing too. I'm gonna box and move around and show good footwork, and then I got in front of him and I got pinned against the fence over and over again. Uh, I think if the wrestling happens against the fence, Khabib is gonna do the same thing he always does. But I do think if the wrestling happens in the open, that Gaethje will be able to stop some takedowns, maybe fatigue Khabib's arms a little bit where big shots will open up, because you know Gaethje throws a lot of big overhands, uh, um, a lot of looping shots that in in the open in the center of the cage. It really hurt it could be.
0: Yeah. Um I, I just wondered if those kicks would be as, as effective against the guy who who is trying to, to grab your leg and put you on the ground. And having faced him
1: I mean it's it's dangerous to, to reach and grab for low kicks, you know. Uh, and he could come up, uh, right. you could you could turn that low kick into a high kick, a lot of different things. So reaching down to grab low kicks. Now body kicks could be probably take him down every time he throws one, but leg kicks are different, man. Leg kicks and now everybody's blasting calves. That's a whole different ballgame.
2: And what about what about Habib's power? I don't think he's got pillow hands. I think that everybody's afraid of his, uh, you know, or concerned with his grappling, I should say, that I think it could leave somebody open. It could leave, I, I mean, nobody's punch-proof. And, hey, listen, Justin's got a chin of granite. I may know, but I wouldn't rule that out.
1: I mean, I I, <laughs> I cracked it once. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, at uh, one
2: point you felt yourself connect with him, uh Dustin and I remember watching it again with not with Dustin with Justin with uh Habib. One point I had you had him going backwards anything or no.
1: I uh I do a thing where I switch stance when I'm throwing my my cross and I turn it into a jab and then I throw my my right hand as an overhand. It covers a lot of distance. You see guys like uh TJ Dillashaw have a lot of success with switching stance in MMA. Um, guys, a lot of times, guys who've been fighting a long time feel like they're out of range and right out of danger's way. And and if you follow them switching stance and throwing power shots like that, you can really catch these guys on the on the end of big shots. And I think you know that's what I tried to do there. I tried yeah. a few times. I've had success with a lot of guys doing it with Hooker, with Max. You know, a lot of fights mm-hmm. I've done it well. But uh, Khabib pulled and turned just out of out of. I mean, <laughs> a couple inches difference would have made. Right. Made the yeah. shot land a lot a lot more, but, you know, that's yeah. fighting. It, it grazed him, for sure.
2: That can be said for a lot in fighting. That can be said a lot in that fight, from the guillotine to that, what you're talking about right there. You know, so it has to give you – that has – even though the fight ended the way it ended, little things like that that we're pointing out has to just be in you where you're like, all right, I know I'm at that level, where if I do meet him again, I, I hey, I'm not outclassed. I know I can make something happen. Do you feel like that, or – you know, I you was
0: definitely,
1: yeah. Um, I was surprised how well his balance and understanding of where my weight was. Um, a lot of things surprised me in the fight that we prepared for that I knew was going to be a part of uh, um, a problem or give me some problems in the fight, and he still was able to do it. I think uh, going back to what you said, Matt, I, I can beat anybody in the world um, on any given night. I have the skills to compete with anybody uh, in mixed martial arts. and. You know, that night I just made a few mistakes and one mistake in a fight that, that caliber is too many. So just, you know, just trying to get better. And of course I can beat him.
2: Uh, Jimmy, if you don't mind. I no, no, to no. Just God, ask, now this, this is the thing. Now this is, I don't want to upset everybody, but I really don't think that kind of fight's going to happen. Can I tell you why? And I, and I, don't, I want it to, trust me. Give it I, to for, me. For you, I want it, I want it to happen, Dustin. I do. I want you to get that fucking paycheck. You're a good dude, family guy. You have a kid. I, I want you to get it. But this is the problem here. You're a fucking dangerous, dangerous dude. And Con, it's only, there's a huge upside for you. Because it didn't go great the first time, obviously. Dude, it doesn't mean history is going to repeat itself. You're a dangerous fucking guy. Connor's not stupid. He knows that. There's easier fights for Connor. Why the hell? If, and he can pick anybody he wants. He was just choosing Diego or whatever. But listen. It is what it is, but, you know, I think when the guys are getting the limelight and he's out of the limelight, no matter what's going down with the fucking proper 12 and everything, he likes the fucking, all of a sudden you're hearing tweets of fucking, hey, I'm on a box fucking Pacquiao, Pacquiao, I want to fight Dustin for charity. (laughs) And, you know, meanwhile, Izzy and him are having to stare down. He wants to take, he doesn't, he's almost like a a jealous little kid, (laughs) but so he wants to get the attention. He threw this thing out about the charity thing now that they're offering the fight, I don't think he's going to take it, man. And I, and I don't think it's a coward thing. I just think it's – I don't think it's fucking smart for him at all, Dustin. And it's only because I hold you in such high regard. Yeah, I appreciate so I
1: that. Know.
2: Do you, do you kind of want to just fight more than just the money reasons? Do you want to just of run course. this
1: Of course. At the end of the day, we fight for money. And I, I, I've always been a guy uh, – not always. i got to backtrack a little bit I, I used to want revenge and I used to want to get even with guys but these days man where I'm at with fighting if I if I if the opportunity arose where I can avenge a loss great but I'm not in it for revenge or, or chasing these guys or trying to get even with anybody if it's a big fight that makes sense of course I would love to take it and I would love to have that win on my record it's the biggest fight that I can possibly land in combat sports right a fight with Conor McGregor and uh looking at it from his side I don't know what his um, upside? It, not, well, for sure, there's some upside there. I'm Number two, uh, Khabib said if if him or Tony beat me, that he would give them a shot at the title. So if that hold, if that holds any weight, you know he's looking at that. So I don't know what his ambition is to get the title back. I don't know how hungry yeah. he is to be the UFC lightweight world champion. If it is a fight with me, makes a lot of sense to get the next title shot, right?
2: Look at that, Jimmy. He yeah. changed my whole he he switched me over with my whole sure. point of view on. <laughs> It's just he could work with that. Yeah, you know he he, 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 he could he could
1: he could push for a fight with Tony. That would be an exciting fight. I'm a fan of the sport. I think it would be a great fight to watch. But Tony's coming off of a loss. Um, I just had the interim title. I'm number two. I'm coming off of a win. A fight of the year contender. I think it makes it makes more sense if you're going to fight. And every fight is is a chance and a risk. No matter how prepared you are, if you're going to jump in there and risk something, do it with the top guy, and, and get a title shot. Let's go.
0: And you looked good in that first fight. I know it ended in the first, but you still looked good. And it, it looked like – I, I, I still keep thinking that it was an elbow that hit you, um, even though maybe it was a punch, but it, it just kind of caught the back of your head. And for some reason, from I kept re it. I'm like, was that an elbow that caught the back of his head?
1: I don't know what hit me. I thought Herb Dean snuck me or something. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs>
0: That's hysterical. Yeah, I thought, I thought you looked good in that fight up to that point, though. I mean, I would love to see you guys fight again. And I think Conor will, will fight – I don't know if he's necessarily afraid to fight um, good guys. I mean, he's, he's taken some, some some tough fights, and he's, I think at this point, used to fighting just the top tier, you know, guys like yourself or guys like Habib or, you know. I would like to see him in Gaethje as well. Uh, I think yeah. that'd be an interesting matchup.
1: Yeah, there's lots of fun, fun fights for him.
2: I, yeah. would, I would love to see you, you versus Conor, man. I mean, I would fucking love it. And you've done so much since yeah. then. You know what I mean? It's not like... You're running this back a fight or two. I mean, dude, look at the tear you went on. Look at the guys you beat. You know what I mean? So if he yeah. it's, 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 a really yeah. it's a completely
1: different fight. Yeah. A completely different fight.
2: Yeah. You can you carry yourself different.
0: After that fight, were you were you like when 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 Connor caught you, was it that you were surprised by his power? Or or how did you feel after that fight? Or like, all right, it's just one of those things that happens, or was there anything you learned from that fight that kind of turned things around for you?
1: Yeah, going back to what Matt just said. I uh, carry myself different because I care less. You know, I can be more myself because I don't care what any what anybody else thinks. I think a lot of the pre-fight stuff with Conor and the talk and just the the months leading into the fight of overthinking this whole thing, I think played a part in my performance. And now I just don't give a damn. You know, I I know who I am. I'm good, man.
0: Does it at times for fighters? You know, fighters. You guys are just. You know, I mean, you're regular people too. Like, that. does it get to you a little bit when a guy is talking shit? Like, I've, I've noticed when fighters, a lot of times a guy will drop his hands. And, and again, it cost Anderson Silver the title. I mean, you know, Weidman just, you know, knocked him out. But a lot of times guys won't attack when that's happening. Is there something about another guy behaving that way that will sometimes, a guy is afraid of coming in and being embarrassed?
1: Dude, I, I knocked out Bobby Green when he was hands down talking trash.
2: How, how did it feel?
1: <laughs> felt good. It <laughs> felt great. Felt like money in the bank.
2: I, I remember you was saying <laughs> that fight that he was actually talking shit as he was going down. Right? Yes. Yeah. He
1: was going down telling me I can't punch. You can't punch and he's on his way down. <laughs> hey,
2: you know, what's funny about that, hey, but,
1: hey, but he's on a, he's looking great, man. He's on a three 5 win streak looking great. I'm a fan.
2: You know what? That's so great. You said that. Cause I was about to point that out. Bobby green. Sometimes you see guys, Jimmy grow up in the sport as a fighter. They grow as a fighter and they grow. As a, a man, as a person. They grow as a person. You see it. And that's what you see with Bobby Green. And that's what, I'm glad you pointed that out, Dustin. Because look at the way he carries himself in and out. He'll still talk, he'll still talk shit in there. It's just, I find it hysterical. But he does carry himself in and out of the cage differently now. He's right. a different guy.
1: Right. And I think that, that shit talking that he's doing is just how he gets in his groove, how he gets in his rhythm in there. I bet he's like that in the gym, having fun. It, it's It's not malicious. It's just how it's just how he performs and how he uh how he fights.
2: And how's everything over there at American Top Team? Everything's good ever since Dean Thomas left. Everything's still good. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm really Thomas, in my friendship.
1: <laughs> it was good before it, it was good. It was, you know, it, it's it's always been pretty smooth, man. Everybody's working hard. The gym's always progressing. We have new guys on the mats all the time. Great coaches. I'm I'm happy to be a part of that gym. I uh came back home two weeks ago. But I'll be heading back out soon, I think.
2: Does Dan Lambert hang out around the, the gym a lot? I don't
1: know. Oh, yeah. I see him every week there.
2: Hey, he's a good guy. I like Dan. He's a funny guy. He's a ball breaker.
1: Yeah. And he's a black belt, too. He is a black belt. Yeah, man. That's
2: great, man. Oh, that's fantastic. So how are
0: you handling, uh, you know, with, with the certain restrictions have been lifted and certain, is it changing your life at all? Like, has things changed for you? Like, since the last time we talked to you about your training and what you're able to do? I
1: have a, a private gym here in Louisiana. So when I come home, I meet up there with, with certain guys and we run practices and, and have fun and learn and stay busy. Um, but as far as traveling back and forth to Florida, it, it, it hasn't been a whole, a whole lot, you know, like, the thing that kind of worries me is whenever I do start a camp, like I thought I was starting a camp. So I brought my family out uh, a month ago and traveled with my daughter and my wife, you know, wearing masks at the airport and things like that. Other than that, it's, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, man.
0: Yeah. I guess it, is it easier to travel just for you? So you don't have to worry about the family and you know, it's just probably less, less pressure for you just to just travel by yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's a lot less pressure.
0: Do you like when they come with you? Like, like if you're going to go for a fight, do you like when there's family there? Cause I, you know, when I, if I, if I do a gig, I I never like my family to be in the room because I'm just aware that they're there. Does it not bother you? Or do you, do you prefer them to be there?
1: Uh, I prefer them to be there with me. Oh, you do. Me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Motivate you
1: yeah and fighting is something I've done for so long, and uh you know my family's been part of that, and it just feels different without them being there. I have kind of a, a method I do when I start a camp, I go out for two weeks, kind of get acclimated a little bit. If I do an eight week camp, I go out for two weeks, and then they come meet me after that, and they'll spend five, six weeks there up until fight week
0: and if you lose uh what what is something like you know what is it when when you're in the the uh the, the dressing room after you lose? um what is it that you want from them to say something to say nothing just to come in like what is the what what helps you
1: uh man since my daughter's been born I've only lost once uh and I was in Abu Dhabi and they weren't there you oh, know? okay so uh I, I'm not I don't need anything from them at that at that moment I just want them to know that I'm all right you know
0: yeah. I, no, I just wondered because like I've, I've had bad shows where there's like family at the show and it's like, oh, you, and they're trying to make me feel better. And I'm like, oh, no, it sucked. I know it sucked. Like, I don't you don't. I don't want people making me feel better. So I just wondered if if a fight doesn't go your way, like what is this? Is, this nah, is
1: a, I don't like that stuff. I even feel awkward in, in other people's locker rooms. Like if I'm with them, some right. guys and we're cornering someone and they lose and you got one coach is sitting here, man. But in the second round, you landed that good leg kick. we are like, dude.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. well, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. I
2: know. <laughs> Let's just let it go. Yeah. That's hysterical. I like when they yeah. say, hey, you'll get them next time. Ah, go fuck Right. It. Go run into traffic, you motherfucker.
1: Dude, all <laughs> the cliche stuff. The guy's sitting there with his head down, and, and you're like, oh, man, you're going to wait a couple days. You're going to learn so much from this once you get back home. And, you know, you, this is such a growing experience. And in the heat of the moment, you don't, you're like, just shut the, just shut your mouth. But it, it's true. It's true.
0: Yeah. Is it better just to say not because I, this story I've told before is I, w- we, I was at uh, uh, Lesnar Meir uh where Lesnar took the belt and we were backstage with Reed Harris. And uh, as, as you know, Brock walks by, people are like, congratulations. And then Frank walked by and you don't know what to say. And my buddy was with me. And he goes, great job, Frank. Like and he meant it like because he likes Frank Mir. But it's like Frank Mir probably wanted to fucking strangle him. Like, what, what do you say to a guy?
1: Dude, Adam, if you know the person, you, most likely you know what to say. But I tell you what, when I when Khabib just finished wringing my neck out, and I'm standing up by the cage, uh, the rapper Two Chains was there in Abu Dhabi. He was cage side, and he has his phone, and like, yeah, this is this is one of those moments. And I'm turning around, I'm, I'm looking through the cage, and Two Chains comes up to the fence, and he goes, "Man, you a good fighter, you a real good fighter." I'm like, "Bro, my belt, my belt, man."
2: Oh, Two Chains said that? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, man. And While he I was still in the cage, I love. What is it, man? Pull up to the scene with the ceiling missing. No? You know?
0: Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy, that's yeah.
2: a fucking... You know that song, Jimmy. No, I
0: don't. I don't listen to Want me to, to, to sing chase. it again? I prefer you didn't. <laughs> Did, okay. Uh, I don't like to chase because he wasn't nice. I met him once and he wasn't very pleasant. So I I, I hope that you didn't talk to him. Oh, I hope shit. that you just turned around. Why, Jimmy? No,
1: what it was, was one of those moments where anything anybody said was just yeah. not the right thing. So I just... No, we
0: didn't
2: talk. Good. He was trying to be polite. Jimmy, he was trying to be polite to the I don't Dustin. care. He wasn't nice to me.
0: Dustin didn't talk to him. That's the way I look at it. Could
2: you tell me and Dustin what he did to you?
0: I just said hello to him, and he was just acting like he didn't hear me. We were in an event.
2: Well, maybe he didn't hear you. He's a tall Might gentleman. have, had, might have had earphones.
0: Could, no, I couldn't have been closer. I, I literally, I, I, I couldn't have been closer. You see where I am with this mic? That was his ear. I'm like, hey, man, how are you? Nothing. What do you do?
2: Look right past you. Yeah, nothing. So oh,
0: now I two
2: chain and he has a <laughs> I don't like it now I'm not gonna listen to his song no more but yeah I guess nice. you don't
0: know what to say when a guy there's really nothing you should say I guess just you know sometimes I guess just be quiet and let a guy feel what he's feeling less is yeah, just, just, yeah
1: just just ref- just let the guy reflect for a moment man it's a lot a lot of emotions a lot going coming in you know
2: yeah and it's different Jimmy when you die on stage because when you bomb on stage it's it it hurts your soul I know it hurts your heart but when you lose in the cage, it sure. just hurts. It hurts. You're yeah. cut, you're beat up, you're punched and elbowed. But you just don't want yeah. people
0: sometimes, people who are well-intentioned trying to make it what it wasn't for you, right. um, trying to give you the out that you don't even want. Like sometimes you don't want the out of, <laughs> of going, hey, it was them or whatever. It's like, no, I know what happened. I was there. Let me just hey, deal
2: with whatever was. Hey, was hey, you. hey Dustin, you'll appreciate yep. this. One of my buddies after uh, – after I lost the title to St. Pierre and, and fucking 20,000 people chanted F you, Sarah, and this and that, <laughs> I lose, I was on all fours, he was kneeing me. I get back to my hotel room, a buddy of mine, he's like, he's a southern guy, he goes, don't worry, you'll get the eye of the tiger back. <laughs> fucking God, I oh. lost the eye of the tiger. Oh, it was like, Dude, how do you think that went over?
1: <laughs> man. <laughs> Damn, man.
2: Holy shit. I give him shit to this day about that.
0: Yeah, did you? What did you say to him in the moment? I mean, first of all, even uh, if you won, referencing the go. eye of the tiger is revolting. Nobody likes to have that reference after a fight. <laughs> Holy
2: shit! I yeah. lost the eye of the tiger. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Jimmy never lose me, that. It's a rough. It's never a rough lose game. That. But listen, yeah. man, I'd love to see him fight. Yeah. I'd like to see you fight anybody. Yeah. I want you to fight Connor because that's the fucking money fight. And again, it's a fight you don't even have to. I mean, you could sell it with the. I listen. It is an amazing fight on paper. Who else is not gonna to want to watch that? But uh I don't know. I don't think Connor's gonna take it. <laughs> I mean Time I don't would know. Tell. he's not a coward. If he does, of course
1: he's of got course not. hey dude. Box Floyd Mayweather. I mean the guy's the opposite of a coward. Uh,
2: definitely not a coward, but I just you know he he also I see him doing that as soon as he fucking gives uh, Jose Aldo the rematch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The
2: 13 second win. No, dude, he has a very good, has a good win. Terms- we have a good win over a dangerous guy. Sometimes it's not that well, very it, it, enticing it, it, to get that fight it, back.
1: Especially in well, the fashion. See- like like coming back to, to, to my fight or to Jose's fight, to knock a guy out in 15 seconds or to knock me out in two minutes. Yeah. I mean, how do you best that? You you yeah. you
2: know, to to right. That's right. that's my point. And and it, you it's you know fuck, man. It's not one of those things where I feel he's got your number. I, I think it could be a battle for the ages, dude. Because I would love
1: to sh- I would love to prove you right.
2: Because the guy is a stud. People think I hate Conor. I really don't, man. I think he's a skilled motherfucker, you know? Right. But uh, some shit he did, I don't agree with, but I think the guy's a skilled guy. Of course. I would love to see you and him fight. I think yeah. it would be an amazing fight. And I think, listen, the guy's got Maybe more we'll money see it, than man. God.
1: Maybe we'll see it,
2: He's got yeah. money now. He doesn't. He doesn't have to fight, but he's still lingering around. He wants it. He's a fighter. He wants to fight. Yeah. So, yeah. fuck yeah. Let's make this happen, Jimmy. We'll
1: see, man. I want to fight this year. I want to fight, you know, before before the new year. Oh, and, okay. Um, I heard I,
2: January. Okay, maybe
0: before.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about that fight, but somebody. I want to fight somebody. If that fight falls through or it doesn't come together, I, I want to fight, man.
0: You just want to fight if, if it's not going to be Connor in January. i I've
1: been, in I mean, I've been fighting since two thousand seven, maybe. I've never fought one time in a in a twelve month period. You know, I've only got one fight in this year. I'm healthy. I'm training. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm fit. I want to scrap.
2: Hey man, well, we want
0: to watch you. And by the way, would you you fight it? Uh, what, what would you fight? That would you fight one fifty five, one seventy? Because that, that's with
1: here too. With Connor, if you fight Connor, yeah. Yeah, but I'll fight either. I'd pre- I'd prefer one seventy.
2: You do. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, very interesting.
1: I'm, I'm, in, I'm in shape right now, and I'm probably waking up 180, 182. ish So let's go.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, Connor did try. I mean, they tried to give Jose a rematch, but uh, it was very short notice because I think Dos Anjos couldn't fight. So they, they actually did offer him a, a second shot at it. But he, I think he said no because he hadn't had a camp.
1: I'm ready right now, tomorrow. Knock on the door. We'll go right
2: now. Awesome.
0: Well, I hope it happens, man. We love we love you, and uh, you know, you're never in a fight that's not enjoyable. Honestly, that Hooker fight was amazing, um, you know. And uh, if it's not Conor, it'll be some some other unlucky son of a bitch <laughs> has to deal with you for yeah, the, the end of
2: the year. <laughs> yeah.
1: For sure, I appreciate it, man.
2: Awesome, Dustin. Man, right, thanks Dustin. for hanging with us, buddy. Always good talking to you. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, buddy. Take care. Take care, buddy. Man, I like I like talking to uh the sure. Dustin. You I do know? He's a he's a good dude. He very, and he, but he looks big. He looks large. And I don't don't take you know. Listen, I want to yeah. see that fucking fight. Yeah, trust me, you know. But uh, I just think that uh, the upside for Connor is not. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's not the most Thank motivating fight. You know what I mean. He has a good he has a good win over a very dangerous man. That's right. You Why know? you're not gonna top that. In, yeah, um, you're right. Maybe he thinks he can. Maybe that could be his thing. I'm gonna do it quicker this time. I don't listen, the guy want the guy obviously either he wants he wants to obviously still fight. If not he could just go into, off to the sunset. He's got enough money. So it's exciting Jimmy Sir. you know uh what's the rest of your day like literally a- after by
0: the time your zoom is closed I yes. will be shitting Jimmy, um, <laughs> you can cut that if you want to. <laughs> no, leave it. Leave it. The rest of my day is going to be. Um, I have a couple of uh, errands to run, but not a whole lot. I've been to the gym already, so just a few. Uh, oh, a few errands, and I'm working on a chip soundboard for chipchipperson.com and and some chip
2: ringtones, which I will be glad to send you. You always well listen. You know, I I would not. Yeah, well, listen. We'll get back to that. Okay, buddy. but Jimmy, I'm gonna do some jujitsu with my buddy Tess. He's a brown belt of mine. I'm gonna meet him around like 5:30, get a good sweat out, and then okay. I might be teaching some jujitsu to some of my buddies. You know what I mean? Good brother. You know what I mean? Uh, but hey, listen. Hey, I always love seeing you, Jimmy. Me too. And man. I'm gonna see. And I'm gonna see you in a couple of days. I cannot wait to talk about the card this coming weekend. Yeah. And uh, and you know what? We might have missed some of those people on the. Oh shit, Jimmy! Really quick. Only Where's I know we're leaving right now. I know you what have man? to shit, but I'm not in this fight because we talked about. <laughs> We talked about yeah. Kyler Phillips, who we, we fucking yeah. the best with. How could we not mention Dusko uh I, we mentioned him briefly. We we both had him uh picked. But dude, he know. was a damn stud in there. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was a incredible. beast. Yeah, he was a beast, Jimmy. Yes, he was. Uh, and also, um, we talked about Luigi, he was great. Yeah. Uh, Casey Kenny looked amazing. I mean, 30 25, 30 26, 30 27. So I really was impressed with Casey Kenny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He was great, Jimmy. Um, okay. Listen, go ahead. Go, go potty. I can't wait to talk about the card coming up with. Uh, I, I can't wait Golden either. Rise versus Hagen. Hagen. Yeah. yeah, we got we want to talk on, on, on about, Yeah, Anything else you want to talk about now? No, we can talk Wednesday. Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Everybody, unfiltered army. We love you so much. All right, buddy. Later, Jimmy. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. everyone.